0: You're listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Does your John Snow know nothing? Rebuild your wall of knowledge on the cloud. go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Pablo Vasquez. Hola. Francesco City. Hello. Andy Goralti. Hello. Sarah Laufer. Hello. And I'm Yati Amazon. Here's your host, <laughs> Francesco.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Blender Institute podcast. Let's uh, dive right into uh, the many things that happened this week. So, well, one fact is that we are seven days away from our Caminandes 3 premiere. So next week is going to be a Caminandes uh, release podcast. So Woo! yeah, so yeah. Excited. everybody's looking forward to it. So it's going to be over <laughs> and uh, well, we will be finally able to share the finished film. We can talk more about that later. Something else uh, important that happened yesterday: Sergey finally joined us. Sergey Sharibin, one of the core Blender developers, Doctor, Doctor, Dr. Cher. doctor Sergey, Dr. Yes. Sir, Sergey Sharibin, <laughs> <Night>. arrived. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he arrived uh, yesterday at the institute, so he's gonna stay here with the team and he's gonna help us make even more awesome movies in the future. So we're very happy to have him. He's resting right now, and he will be hopefully joining us for the next uh, episode of the Blender Institute podcast. So that's going to be very interesting. Uh, we just finished the recording uh, a quick overview with Sarah of the FlexRig system. So just to give you a little update that things are moving forward. So we soon expect a preview of the FlexRig to be out there. And there is going to be this introduction video to show how, how the system works uh, and give a little overview. So it's uh, it's moving forward. We'd like to keep you posted with it. And uh, yeah, So before we move on to our main topic of the week, which is uh, uh, Blender shortcuts. So we're gonna talk about our favorite shortcuts, what we think is really useful, what we use every day. Let's have just a quick uh, uh, rundown of what's been happening in the studio. So Sarah, what have you been been working on this week?
2: So this week, uh, well, I've been uh, animating, uh, uh, like always, uh, like finishing um, the last uh, shot of the movie. We still have uh, two. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Two shots to finish. So yeah, the list is um, getting greener and greener on the on the on the breakdown spreadsheet. Yeah. Two, so 2 3. 2 3. Two, three. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. In progress. It <laughs> depends. Yeah, one is a question. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, apart from that, then uh, I've been uh, uh working uh, uh with Pablo uh on the the Flexirig, the glass half flexi uh Flexirig. So yeah, we are uh, so near Uh, releasing the beta version it's exciting Uh, so we hope uh, that uh, soon you will be able to give us uh, feedback
0: cool Chalti yes I've been working on a sad llama very very sad llama Um, walking sadly breathing sadly almost just crying breaking down emotionally (laughs) so no spoilers (laughs) no spoilers (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: great and Pablo I've been doing rendering ma- mainly uh, from the whole movie there is I'm, I'm glad to say there's no shot to be set up, that, like all the shots have a, a lighting file and um, there was one that I was missing that I did now, should, just so I can say this yeah. <laughs> so I was I like, just, Pablo, come on come on the weekend. Yes. no wait, wait just a um, second open animation, <laughs> save as the dot .lighting and then, uh, no, I, I set up the lighting <laughs> yeah. and then I sent to render I'm I just got back a preview from Render Street of uh, one of the, the, what I think is one of the most fun shots. There's a lot happening there and it there's a lot going on with the lighting and with the objects that, that needs particles and interaction. So um, I was curious about how it's going to look, but I think it's it's going to look great. Awesome. Besides that, just, uh, yeah, filling the, the edit with final finals.
1: Yeah, I mean, considering that we are, uh, again, one week away, having already a render pass of everything is quite comforting.
3: Yes, (laughs) but I think we're pretty well so far. Like, we have finals. We try to to play on the safe side. We have finals of, uh, EXR finals of everything, pretty much. Uh, There are, of course, a few shots that are missing, but there are a few shots that we want to re-render because uh the character's change over the over the movie so you want to change the texture to make it look different you want to uh, take the hair for example so you want to do some some changes and those we can't do right now because first we need animation the lighting so those we render final they're there so if there's time which of course there would be if we don't sleep <laughs> <laughs> but we'll re-render those but for the timing they looks great uh, everything is rendered we I, I, on friday we're going with the healthy to Utrecht to talk with the, um, with Sander, the sound designer. So we're going to do some uh, voice recording, maybe. Voice recording. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got our voice. Talent. Hello, this
1: is Coral. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist: Coral can actually talk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
4: Or
3: sing. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> well.
4: the mountains. No. No. Uh, okay.
3: In Spanish, yeah. uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, that will be Friday, and yeah, we have over the weekend to finish wrapping up everything. It mm-hmm. will be fun. Great, the last weekly is Friday. Yeah, stay tuned.
1: Awesome. I was totally gonna
0: sing a Spanish song, then I don't know. I know Macarena. That's about it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I froze. that's. I think
1: me too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really into lyrics. <laughs> All right, then uh, moving on next to Andy. Hello, hello, Andy.
4: Yeah. So uh, same as Pablo. Yeah. I set up uh, final, final, final shots. Um, mostly of the last sequence of the film and the very, very, very last shot of the film, which is kind of complicated and we don't have any animation for it yet set up. So I'm kind of uh making sure that the environment is there, um, that the everything but for the character but the characters is set up. And uh then I also had some fun with uh, some shot towards the end where Otti is sliding in the on the snow or uh, yeah, it used to be, a, uh, so he's more digging through snow, <laughs> blowing, plowing uh, through the snow. Now uh, the snow is a bit less dense, so... I um, went uh, on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had some fun uh, animating uh, shape keys uh, with um, sculpting and uh, some crowd animation, just mainly duplicating penguins and slapping uh, Sarah's animation on, on them and making sure that they don't look all the same. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's it. It's only two days into the week.
1: Yeah, that's great. Like I think from what I have seen from the work that you guys have been doing this week and last week, things are going really steady now because the pipeline is pretty much set up. How to face, how to deal and set up all the different shots is also well known. So it was just a matter of going through all the shots, keeping up the pace and having a good daily planning. And I think it has been happening so far. Yeah, we've been
3: splitting, like Andy has been doing the environment mainly and setting up the shots. And I copy-paste whatever he's doing (laughs) to the other (laughs) shots. And then I copy-paste again. Actually, it happened the other day. I wanted to copy-paste. Oh, oh, where is your file? I want to copy-paste. No, I copy-paste from yours. (laughs) And then it's a
1: Copy-paste battle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, that's great. Like uh, on my side, I've been doing my normal administration work, so support. Um, of uh, you know, sometimes there are little issues in the cloud. Like the commenting system had a bug that was preventing uh, users from clicking on the front page and going to see conversations they've been commenting on. So with the help of Pablo, we've been finally uh, got around to that uh, problem, and it's now fixed. So the cloud is usable again. And then I've been working also on something related to the cloud, like a, a larger code project that uh, will uh, allow us to bring the cloud, add some new interesting functionality to the cloud, and we will maybe talk about it in the future as soon as that becomes available. But it's uh, quite near, so that's what, be, what I've been working on mainly. So yeah, this is uh, this is it. I think we can uh, we can go over we can go over our topic of the day. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we actually wanted to talk about this last week, but then we had so much to talk about already, and we were a little bit late with going over the different ideas for, for this discussion, and we got some feedback on Twitter as well. So now we are actually able to, to talk about it more, yeah. taking our time. So maybe I leave it up to Pablo, who was, I think, uh, the person who originally was suggesting this, right? Or, uh, not? or maybe it was Yalty? It was your idea.
4: idea.
3: It was, what? Mine? Mine? So,
1: yeah, Pablo. So... <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: I think it all started because of a tweet or, uh, on, or no, on, um, it's an article on uh, Adaptive Samples from uh, Greg Sal. He, If you haven't seen that blog, you should check it out. It's adaptivesamples.com, I guess. Uh, it's from Greg Sal. He's um, well-known in the community and he's been doing these uh, add-ons and now is some, there's some tips, some things that go unnoticed usually in Blender. And one of them got like it was trending topic in the community basically <laughs> because it was uh everybody was like how oh, did i know this and uh, actually it's a feature that hasn't been added too long ago it's from may only so it's only a few blender versions it's the uh alt click on whatever property or a drop down menu and it will apply this setting this value that you change to all the selected objects so i even used it Today and I tried it in a, um, in a input uh, value in like a number input and it worked. I was super surprised. I was, I was like, okay, select a bunch of objects. I wanted to change the resolution for the multi-resolution uh, modifier. I remember, and then yeah, it works. Works great. It's added by Campbell. Very handy.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So that that's why I'm like oh yeah, there are so many options. I remember you actually had a mm. one for animation that. Uh, that also brought this conversation back. With oh, yeah. a shift. Uh Shift E. Shift E. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is the breakdown one. Um it's it's quite useful. It's really useful. Um, um but you you have to realize how to use it. So it's it's maybe like it's not just a matter of selecting all uh, all the bones and then shifty and now you select thirty three percent or whatever. So so there's two keys, for example, and you're in between those two keys and you do shift E and then there's a percentage marker and you can see when you go right or left with your mouse, you can see it's kind of, it's going from one favoring one key or favoring the other. Um, it's really useful, but at the same time, um, I might do that and favor the entire character for like the first pose. And then I might select uh, the, like one of the hand and do it again and might like favor the other pose or something like that so it becomes this mixture So of you're the, blending the two
1: yeah. poses so you pick which one you, which you like best. Exactly. from
4: and and that's in the uh, in the action editor or
0: in um, all the animation
4: editor that, that's
0: just in the viewport
4: oh in the viewport yep yep nice and you have your uh, your current frame just has to be in the middle of those keys right yep, okay exactly all right and, it, nice.
0: and as soon as you click then it uh, creates new key with the same setting so if it's, if you're set to constant then it's constant um yeah you're good to go wow um this has been in blender forever i just did, never realized it i think i accidentally used it once <laughs> and i didn't understand it uh also there i think there might be a, just a slight glitch if you if you haven't rebooted uh restarted blender in a while and you keep working on the same file the default is if you if you do it you just do shifty it automatically goes to 50 percent. but after a while the default will be some other value for no apparent reason. I couldn't fi- figure out why. So all of a sudden you do shifty and it's 13 and then you go up or down and then it like pops to 50 and, and go some other number. I don't know why. Uh, only recently I found out. No, I have not stopped looking at me like that. I have not. Done the bug report I yeah. Must do that. Yeah. yeah well
1: <laughs> in this case it's also a bit hard because you have to find out a clear way to reproduce this so yeah. i mean i i understand exactly. <laughs> still i'm gonna look at you harshly no
0: ah <laughs> oh, look of shame all the eye darts <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well um i don't know how do we how do we proceed um i
3: don't know i think maybe we can all say one each then um, there is another one that uh Control L for uh, linking the materials or the object data or uh, yeah. between many objects. Remember we use it for the for the berries.
0: Yep, it's yeah. uh, brilliant. Well, I I mean I've used that many times. It's like uh, you wanna you want uh, you have one material you want to throw it on a lot of different materials. So you select a lot of them, and that the last one you select is the active one, and you do Control L and click material. I, the, and... I just always ignored the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of that drop down menu or whatever. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Pablo was showing me. No, like you have so many cool options, and, and yeah, I just never realized. Um, yeah, linking all kinds of things.
3: Yeah, and it's one of those shortcuts that combines with the shift. Like control is for making or like an action, and then shift is for selecting. So it's like. uh a- yeah. For grouping is Control g for selecting uh, grouped is Shift-G. In this case, 2 is uh, for linking is Control l and then Shift-L for select linked, mm-hmm. which is also pretty handy. Um, but yeah, I think we can all the share. With Sarah? for example, what you?
2: Uh, me, <clears throat> my favorite, uh, it's not really a sh- shortcut, but uh, it's uh, the double-clicking on a curve uh, in the graph editor. Uh, selects all the curve, and I use it all the time when I'm animating uh, because uh, I can uh, select uh, the curve and hide it or, uh, or move it uh, up and uh, up and down. And uh, it's just uh, really, really really handy. And uh, that was implemented uh, during Gooseberry, I think, uh, by uh, yeah, Antonis. Antonis. Yeah. By Antonis, and uh, yeah, Lifesaver. So... That's
4: my favorite so Andy. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't prepare. Uh, no, mm-hmm. actually, I like I find myself uh, most of the time forgetting what uh, shortcut uh, ties to a specific function. So I, I would go with the most unoriginal answer here and say spacebar and search for the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah because all inclusive. <laughs> yeah, there there's so many weird functions that I use like for modeling. Uh, and then, then the functions I'm usually too lazy to bind to a better shortcut because uh, they they have some kind of obscure thing like Control or Shift something. For example, uh, warp to sphere in edit mode. Like that's uh, Control Shift S. Yeah, I I like I can never yeah. I can never remember if it's Control Shift S or Alt Shift or something. Yeah. So I always hit Spacebar and search for sphere. <laughs> I can yeah. never remember that.
3: Yeah, I wish the the search was uh, like it could search more uh, smartly, more like
4: in a fuzzy way, so it doesn't exactly find the yes. description, the the, the name, because like, oftentimes you don't exactly remember the the exact name of that operator, which is
3: yeah, you remember two words of it and then not. So if uh, Julian, if you're listening or <laughs> or Campbell or uh, Bastian, um it would be great if the search would be a bit. Uh, not as dumb like right now it's so strict like you have to search in the in the order the words for example and that's kind of mm.
0: yeah. okay so it doesn't so it doesn't fi- like it, it needs to begin exactly the way the
1: thing is no no not about the beginning but like if you are searching uh two sphere and okay. you so and you write sphere space for example yeah or sphere 2 uh, In this case, is not this is not a very good example, <laughs> but uh, I think it's
4: gonna it's gonna find sphere. Yeah, it, it sphere will
1: find sphere out. exactly. But like if you have uh, the words shuffled, uh, for example, is not uh, capable. No. The more you type, the more precise you have to
4: be, yeah. basically. Okay. So that's all. Yeah,
3: otherwise it doesn't find anything. Yeah. But
4: yeah, but yeah, so stuff like make duplicates real. I can't for life of me figure out. Control or, a well. <laughs> <laughs> so We're talking here with the person who can memorize each Blender version and the feature. That, okay. okay. So sorry. your brain is special. I don't remember birthdays <laughs> yeah. birthday. i don't I'm don't really remember. bad. <laughs> I don't remember anything. So, spacebar is a real life server for me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's big is large and is in the keyboard. You can press it. And I can just yeah. hit
4: it with yeah. my yeah. nose. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And especially because it lists things that, uh, it even, they are not supposed to be there or they're hidden. Yeah. Like, uh, Lasty. today I was, um, I was showing to Sergey, yeah, because I wanted to pack a blend file to show it to him uh, a bug. So we needed to pack the characters that were linked to this blend file, and there is an option that is super hidden. It's called Pack Blender Libraries. It's nowhere in the UI. There is no menu for it. Usually for packing a a blend file, you have to go to File, uh, External, uh, Pack, and then that's it. But there is this option that if you search for it, it's called uh, Pack Blender, and then you will get it. It's, it's called Pack Blender libraries, and it will bring everything in. It's a an experimental feature, so it's, that's why it's not official. It's not very official. Um, I think it was added uh, for Basam during a uh, cube. To, during cube, yeah, by to, Ton. Yeah, by Ton. Um, to, by Ton, imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> that old. Um, oh come on! <laughs> no, no, he's been doing stuff, but yeah, I, I actually forget like how long the last time Ton coded something but it's two years ago I think
1: one year and a half it's
3: ago. always two years ago and it's 2016
1: All right. it was before before Gooseberry like after Gooseberry I think so right it, the it last was, holidays uh, he decided yeah yeah that the holidays were not coding holidays anymore they were actually real holidays mm-hmm. to have a break
3: you, well yeah but he made so many things at time. oh yeah we, sure
1: yeah yeah back then copy when the,
3: paste and yeah. retina and yeah. packed blender libraries and so many things yeah and the version of your lab for the yeah Anyway, sorry. (laughs)
4: Yeah, so the difference, uh, just to sum it up, it's uh, the pack function in the main menu is the one that packs only images. uh, All the files
3: are linked or, or, well, any data block, basically, but not linked uh, stuff.
4: Yeah,
1: and also adding one final thing to this uh, uh, spacebar topic is uh, that, as Pablo was saying, you can expose more than you see in the interface, especially you can expose any uh, add-on operator that you create yourself. Yeah. So... You don't have necessarily to make uh, you know add a ui element for it if you just uh, are writing an add-on and uh, you have a, an, your custom operator that will automatically be registered i think it's also context dependent so depending on where you press spacebar, it should know mm, well not. i mean you need to
3: you need to say it where otherwise like this space thing was pretty um, free at the beginning like yeah. it didn't have any restrictions so it was an easy way to crash Blender because you could run anything from anywhere. Yeah. And Make then over the years, experience. they've been fixing it and adding a context, but uh, still nowadays there are some. Yeah, so, but
1: for as long as you are you you implement it correctly, then it's really handy because you yeah. don't have to. You can just you know call your thing that you maybe use once or twice every once in a while. It's That'll very specific. Certain, yeah. It doesn't need a button in the UI because the UI already has way too many buttons. So, just uh just something something more regarding that. What is yours?
3: Mm, yeah.
1: I've been thinking very hard. And uh, you know, I don't, use a, I don't use a blender very much these days. So like, um, I would like to uh, tell a little story that I hope is, uh, is uh, probably is true. Um, it's a shortcut that I found really funny, which is W, the specials. Yeah. So the specials menu is W, how, how come? like, why would, you know, be that letter? And uh, once uh, uh, Ton told me that it's, you know, like when you are in a restaurant and you are sitting there and you are done, you know, eating and hanging out, you want to call the waiter for the specials. Oh,
0: <laughs> no. So that... you
1: can press W and he's going to bring you the menu of the specials. Wow. <laughs> and that's where the specials menu comes from. So I don't use it that often, but I remember back then, when I was learning Blender and everything, well, yeah, most of the shortcuts, they actually made sense. Like, you know, S was for scale, R was rotate, P was, uh, you know, okay, start the- Play, play. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know. Play, yeah. Not parent, but yeah, but I mean, overall it has its own (laughs) consistency, but- this W didn't make any sense. I was like, why? Like, maybe there's an English word I don't know. I don't know. So when, when Tom told me the story, it was really funny. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Pablo knows it as well. So he can confirm that I yeah. didn't make this up just because I didn't know what uh, shortcut. No, no, yeah. It's one
3: of those stories that come keep going. Yes. Ah, but it's so much fun. Yeah. yeah I bet there are many like that uh, for, the, for the weird yeah. Blender shortcuts. Yeah.
1: And then just to throw in one more, I I use, uh, I, I've been using a lot uh, the, the make... Uh, Uh, the make uh, the the make proxy so Control lp that uh, I it also took me a while to to memorize but then when at the time when I was doing a lot of layouts and setting up scenes uh, that was probably one of the most used uh, uh, used shortcuts that I ever did so Control lp search and go
3: yeah I think if you search for proxy now it you get it first uh, the first element but
1: usually uh, before
3: you used to get the other proxies the ones for uh For the sequencer, so it was so annoying. Like search proxy, and then you, by mistake, you start making proxies from, (laughs) and you're in the viewport. Like why? Yeah. So yeah.
2: There is also uh, one that I remembering now that was also implemented during the Gooseberry project is uh, using zero in the graph editor uh, that uh, basically will uh, zoom uh, around the uh, time where you are, like the the cursor the time cursor so <clears throat> i find it quite useful uh because a lot of time when you are uh when you select um a point of a curve and then you zoom with point and you end up super zoomed uh just on one vertex of the of the curve and it's completely useless yeah. because then you have to dezoom of course so what i generally do is point and then zero and then i see where uh, I see the I'm context. on the curve, yeah. I see yeah. the context, like I see I am on the curve I want in the time I want, uh, which is useful, yeah. Totally. Uh,
0: I uh, there's one more that uh, I would like to just throw in there. Sorry, Andy. No, it's okay. I yeah. just
4: remembered the one thing, <laughs> yeah. The, the one, yes. <laughs> yeah, one,
0: uh, just because the the these shortcuts, we I mean, we're, we're mentioning them because a lot of them are a little bit obscure, maybe, so not everybody knows it. I mean, we're not talking about you know, S you know what i mean like it's, it's a little bit more obscure so uh shift f when you're in post mode so uh, it will so right now you have uh, the forearm left forearm selected you do shift f it flips the selection so now you have the right one selected and also like if if you have a number of of things selected it just flips and I just accidentally, I, I didn't even, like, this was a total fluke. I, I just accidentally hit that button as I was holding down Shift and discovered it. And now I'm, I'm using it every day.
1: Yeah, I think uh, most uh, people would say that uh, one of the most standard ways to learn Blender shortcuts is actually by accident. Yeah, <laughs> press all the buttons. I don't think you, you I mean, yeah, there is a, there is a good reference with everything, but the most fun way is, oh, okay, I'm going to. I'm gonna start pressing things and see what happens. I think Pablo was telling me this once, like, okay, I have a keyboard. We yeah, were starting actually, with Blender, right? I, that's when I okay, pressed everything. I was like,
3: M, cool, like every everything, and then okay, oh, huh, it does that. And then uh, yeah, we didn't have reporting of the operators back then, so it was even worse. Um I really like well, actually another obscure one, but not a lot of people use it, is in the compositor. Um well actually this one is almost um obvious. Control F for search in the compositor. Oh, it's yeah. not that was so in... obvious like uh, but but it is there. Control F you search for a for a node and it will go there. Um when you while well, you're at it you can also do um press um, brackets square or, brackets. Yeah, square oh, yeah, brackets. Yeah, brackets yeah, in to the select uh, yeah. of the same type or uh, to select the next or the previous of the same type. I think with with shift you can combine it, and then uh, it will you can go around and uh, go to the next node and the previous node, and that's okay. great because then when you have this big tree, you can just select the first one on the left, and then go and then navigate, and the screen will move smoothly mm. uh, on on the tree, which is pretty. Cool.
1: Yeah, and this was a uh, ton. While uh, me and Pablo were working on Tears of Steel 4K, and we yeah. needed to go through every image <laughs> yeah. node, and every blur node, and every translate node that all had absolute values, so that we could I'm make sorry. them relative. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and tweak them, <laughs> and that uh, this uh, was made by Ton in like uh, one afternoon or so, yeah. and it it helped us so much because you just had these really massive, really hundreds of nodes in some cases made by Andy, that so, he, so didn't, he wasn't thinking, <laughs> he was just adding nodes over nodes. No, I mean, of course, it was all needed, but it really helped us uh, to speed up the process because when you have such a big tree and you don't have the time to go through it to understand what's going on, yeah, it was yeah. really good.
3: I have another one for the sequencer. Well, it's, it's good to go through all of the, the, <laughs> the editors, right? Yeah. Um, so one for the sequencer that I like is on the sequencer preview. Uh, to compare, to, it's a shortcut that lets you draw a rectangle and lets you um, see uh, specify a frame for that a frame offset. So, for example, if you're in frame fifty, you can press uh, I think the shortcut is O or P. Uh, there is a little uh, ghost icon in the in the header. Um, uh, Campbell added this. So, if you're in frame fifty, you can draw this. Uh, this square, and then you, it will uh, it will show a little slider on the header that you can specify the framing offsets uh, in, in the offset in frames.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Um, and that is great. For example, because if you're looking at a shot and you want to compare just a part of the screen with another shot that is ahead or before, you can do this, and then you'll have both shots in the same preview. Um, It's actually cooler when you try it yourself,
1: so uh, (laughs) try it yourself. Yeah, it sounds a bit uh, convoluted, but I'm sure when you use it, it's... uh...
3: For example, I wanted to color match two shots, Mm -hmm. so what would you do in this case? You would split the screen and show different, or use an image editor, but in this case, you can just uh, go to the shot that you want, make this uh, rectangle, and offset how many frames you want to see in this rectangle the next shot, and that way is great, because you can do it anywhere in the shot. Uh, it's it's pretty neat. Uh, thanks to Campbell for that. Uh, pretty obscure too, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I
4: really like
1: that one. Cool. I think Andy is yeah. waiting. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah which
4: one? Oh, oh um, well, uh, on the subject of Campbell features, um, one thing that he added for Big Bug Bunny, and one thing that I'm using all the time um, when you're in a large scene and you just quickly need to get from one point to the other or navigate from one from the from the distance to some close objects, uh, there is a border zoom, which is uh, Shift-B. Yeah. So you draw a little border and immediately Blender will zoom to Whoa. that area. It will center around the uh, the the virtual OpenGL <laughs> cursor uh, and and you can rotate around that view. I'm, I'm using that all the time.
3: Yeah, me it's too. It's so
4: helpful. Um, and another thing I discovered the other day which I'm not sure when it was added. Uh, something along the lines, but without the zoom, it's uh, Alt F, and that will center the view in the the spot that the cursor is hovering over. So it intersects the cursor with what? the OpenGL distance to that pixel, and it will center that sort of like the sort of like the comma key or the the dot key on the numpad, mm-hmm. but without having anything selected. And, wow! Uh, yeah, and that, that is
3: obscure. <laughs> that is like, yeah, I
4: just found out. Like, oh, oh, oh I accidentally hit this, and oh, um, how did that happen? <laughs>
3: yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know. Do you have any more? We can show. Uh, like, people has been replying. Uh, for example, Jonathan last week, he said that. Um, he mentioned he's a modeler, so the one that he uses the most is a uh, G G, like double G for. Uh, uh, sliding. sliding, yeah. Or when you have a vertex, it's vertex slide. When you have an edge, edge slide. Yeah, I use it all the time. When I, I even press it by mistake half The time, <laughs> but but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty handy for for modeling. Um, well, people have been replying. Do you wanna?
1: Yeah, let's maybe go over because the one I would like to talk about one uh, um, one shortcut but it's a bit controversial and it's not... uh, Right click. (laughs) No, no. no. What do you mean left? Is it a
2: female shortcut? A female shortcut. Yeah. Well,
1: um, no, no. Actually, it's um, the shortcut for append and link. So actually, maybe now, uh, again, I use Blender and uh, uh, mostly when I was working here, I used it for, you know, setting up scene and putting together assets. I don't know if things have changed lately. Shift F1. Yeah, there used to be two shortcuts once upon a time. There used to be one shortcut that was for linking and one shortcut that was for appending. No,
3: there is also one. Control
1: Alt 0. Uh, o. Control Alt Oh, yeah. But I don't remember, like, ah, maybe, okay, never mind. But I remember that at some point this thing got changed. So the option was only one. And then you would have to click on the checkbox to choose if you wanted to link or append. That's how it used to be. No, would,
0: there's
1: still uh, that option right now. Yeah, that option I know, but I remember that at some point it uh, that was the only way, like you could do that, and then you would have to do
3: no, no. It, it, the shortcut has been always been. There. Or if I it was a
1: shift f one, and then it would remember. I mean, yeah, maybe this is uh, yeah. This is all... No, so
3: it was changed.
1: Yeah, control alt yeah, o. Yeah, I remember. It's been for a while, and shift F one always. I don't know why is uh,
3: con- uh, linking is not control F one. It's not used by anything, and it's uh, it's even. Uh, I, I rem- yeah, I had it uh, I had it for like that in like ages ago in two point four, even went into the code and changed it myself. Yeah. Like because yeah, control that like, oh come on, you have to like use all your Yeah, hands, all your fingers, All of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah.
4: It feels like some like operating some heavy machinery though. So I know that's that for
3: example for that I really like uh, making mirrors of stuff. Uh so for example you have a you select a vertex and oh then my God. You could you do uh, like a comma or dot to change the cursor there and then control M to do the meter and then X. or oh no, X, X or Y and set. It feels like uh, playing the piano. Playing
4: super nice rhythm, like. Tick, 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 and yeah,
3: that is. <laughs> and especially when you have to like press so many shortcuts one after the other. It feels...
1: It's like a combo. It's like a video game.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you look at the keyboard and then, okay, Control m and then X and then center and then change.
0: And then I'm looking at Pablo and it's kind of like uh, watching Star Trek. And, <laughs> and you're thinking there's no way that's an actual thing. They're just, yeah. they're, they're just, just randomly pushing buttons.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And if you look at the header, you, sometimes you even have more options to, to add to the shortcuts and the header of the 3D view. Yeah. Little helps that appears. Has anyone yeah. of
4: you tried the alternative key map? no currently yeah and i am just cat curious face. because i haven't I, I don't know if you think that it's good or it's better or it's ma- it's making those heavy machinery type of actions uh more easy I, I tried
1: it once yeah briefly just uh at the time when i was uh using maya a little bit for uh, for animation so there Get was... the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh, that is probably not the one that you are mentioning. No, it's not the Maya one. Yeah. it's the, the new, the new one, the awesome. new new. Yeah, 2012 yeah. experimental. Exactly. Yeah. So, but um, so in a way, that was my like my experience with that was that uh, basic functionality was covered, but um, but it it stopped at a certain point, so it was not really that useful. At uh, the experimental, the experimental one, it. It had. It was so different because it was really thought around different uh, different way of working. That uh, it, it needs time. To, mm. Yeah, to yeah be, I think
3: the uh, the approach that Jonathan is is taking is better. Yeah. In it goes with the workflow uh, w- w- workflow project because it tries to have like the very very minimum, and then on top of that you add whatever you need, um, and also we're going to have the all the all parts. Uh, <laughs> <which>, uh, <laughs> key map so you can always go yeah. back
4: well, i'm i'm just kind of curious because i'm more and more you know gravitating towards pressing the space bar <laughs> and maybe it's uh maybe the the new key map will kind of uh, help you help me gain my brain back it know.
1: remaps every key to the space bar so whatever you press <laughs> you like get that, the space yeah. bar so yeah, I think nobody really spent some time with it.
3: No, I no, haven't. Yeah. I get really
0: impressed sometimes when the cat walks on the keyboard. How, how, how did you do that?
1: <laughs> what, what is that? Show me, what tell me,
3: <laughs> <laughs> tell me your secrets. Oh, look at that. Well, uh, I don't know. Do you, there are some comment, some uh, shortcuts in the comments? Yeah. yeah. So before the questions. We sure. Can yeah. Yeah. Totally.
1: That. Let's yeah? let's
3: do it. Yeah. Uh, for this one from Roman, uh, is Shift Control Alt M to select non-manifold? Vertices. Wow. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Okay. Control, Shift, Alt, M. I'm just
0: crapping right now thinking
4: about that. Yeah. My hand.
3: <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> but it's useful. Yeah. No, it's Not very medical, useful. He says
3: so... he uses alert for 3D printing. Yeah. And he said, uh, I like it because I remember it so well. I don't have to remember if it's Alt, Control, or Shift. It's just all press of them. everything. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Makes sense. Um, then there is, uh, control shift C for adding constraints with targets. That's, uh, yeah, that's actually another pretty, pretty handy. And the cool thing about it being a shortcut is that you can, um, you can apply to many objects, of course, instead of just, just the one by going to the menu and adding a constraint.
0: Interesting. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm writing
3: this down. Yeah, <laughs> or Control-Shift-G for uh, uh, selecting of the, no, adding to the same group. You know, Control-G for add to the group, Control-Shift-G to add the, um, to the group of the selected object, the active object.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, Luciano says Control-Shift-V on the viewport in pose mode for pasting the inverted pose. Control-Shift-V. Con- wait, what? Control-Shift-V.
1: <laughs>
3: Control-Shift-V.
1: Okay. ah yeah instead of Control c Control v which is yeah, like yeah, for yeah. copying e a uh, pose shift the... it probably flips yeah. it okay so like just for... never tried that interesting
3: and then shift e yeah of course yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um i think that's it so far shift z for rendered i've seen people using blender or even tutorials and then using the shortcut to switch to render view
4: they go in the header and select, yeah go to uh, the yeah Shift Z. Well, it's great. At least it's clear what action you're taking then. So, yeah, if you're explaining, of course.
3: Ah, yeah, for a tutorial, yeah, please do that. Of course, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And here, magically, you can see everything rendering. <laughs> I yeah. do this selection and I render
4: now. Oh, uh, pressing Shift Z when you haven't compiled your CUDA kernels in a while, and then it waits forever and ever. Oh, that's why this. I compile it on time. Yeah. Ground, on, so. Uh, Handy shortcut, uh, if you accidentally hit that and uh, you find yourself uh, <laughs> compiling the CUDA kernel for 10 hours, Jeez. you can go to your uh, terminal that Blender uh, spawned when it started and hit Control a couple of times. <laughs> I think maybe you only have to hit it once, but that, uh, that, Stop um, the... that stops the compiling of the kernel. Of course, you're uh, your viewport will then not render it, but at least you can switch to CPU render or whatever. That's what I've been using sometimes. Yeah, that's
3: pretty handy. Yeah. yeah. Thank
0: you,
4: Handy.
3: Handy, Andy. I've Andy Andy. <laughs> uh, um, never heard that before. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, well, one that I use always that actually is a combination of all of them is, okay, I can close with this one uh, because I see also a lot of people, Blender is not using it. The Shift-F keys, the F-functions. Shift F1, 2, and 3, and and all of them for... Not Shift F1, but the rest. Shift F2 for the game engine, uh, the the logic editor. Uh, Shift F3 for the node editor. Shift F4 for the terminal. 5, viewport. 6, IPO uh, graph editor. Yeah. Uh, 7... Uh, f- is a button f- seven is a buttons eight is a sequencer nine f- is the f- outliner. F- 12, and f- Twelve is
1: the dope sheet.
3: I know that. Yeah, that and then ten is the image editor. We miss eleven and then you can drop no, the mic. No,
0: that's the image uh, viewer. The, what do you call it? Oh, no, that's F11 f- f-
3: is f- ten. Well, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> F11. F- How can I? We'll
4: we us. Yeah.
3: Yeah, only we are the Blender Institute, and mm-hmm. we don't have Blender in front of us. Yeah.
4: Well, if you know, tell us, please. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we can't. Pa- Pablo is like... Hold on. He- can he- I- can g- I? Pablo wants to go and check. So, yeah. So, yeah. Pablo, go and check.
4: What? No.
0: We are going to check. sending in the Argentinian, on location. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear
1: me, Pablo? <laughs> yeah, okay. Pablo going... is there. He's in front of Blender. Text editor. The text, text editor. That so, there you go. So...
3: Text editor, I use it all the time. Of course, yeah, of course.
1: But I think that one of the reasons why it's not so popular is because it's one probably one of the hardest shortcuts to discover because Uh, it's not written anywhere, right? In Blender itself, it's Um, not it's not not written like because in the usually in many menus you can read the shortcut next to the command Mm. or when you search for an operator you can see it. But when you are in the in the window selector and you want to pick which uh, window you want. Uh, it's not there. Maybe and, and of could course, it it there. Would be, yeah, but I'm thinking I thought of it and I was like, yeah, I would look a bit cluttered, but, uh, maybe if you would hover, uh, before clicking and it brings up, I think uh, the, the usual uh, pop-up, maybe it could be there.
0: So a little paper
1: clip that says, hey, <laughs> hey. you're
3: making an animated yeah. movie. That's yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Let me help you. So I think that's one of the reasons uh, mm. why it's not, so, it's not so popular, because it's but hard to discover.
3: I, I started by remembering only the most important, depending on what, what you're doing, but I always shift like shift F3, shift F5 for the nodes and the, and the viewport. And then F12, I know it, the dope sheet is the one that is on the, on the, in the back. And then there are custom uh, shortcuts.
1: Yes, what? No, Nothing.
3: Okay, uh, Custom shortcuts that would be nice to have once, for example. And uh, there is the control tab that we added in our custom blender for uh, switching between the action editor and the dope sheet. Remember? That's pretty handy. I read it on uh, Amaranth. Oh,
0: okay.
1: I didn't Okay, I'm writing stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> no it's custom.
0: Oh,
3: okay. But I think that's it. Uh, we can move to the question. Yeah,
1: that's... Uh... Let's, uh, let's move on.
2: Let's move to the questions. Okay, so first question about BlendRig um, that is already um, partly answered, but I will still uh, mention it here. So by uh, Balerb uh, that is asking uh, if uh, there will be a quad uh, version of BlendRig yeah uh, exactly so
3: kodo is blend rig, so it's been done, but it's not official it's a it's been tested yeah. um and, and frank frank, yeah, frank is yeah and yeah. um yeah, and victor when he's working on <laughs> no, <laughs> four legs no. oh, that no? was oh, oh, yeah. oh eek. okay uh no yeah, so it's been. Tested. It's it's actually Coro, the the Lama and Frank from Gooseberry. It's been tested, but it's not official. It's,
2: it's, so it's we just try. Yeah. so it's coming soon.
3: Yeah. yeah. Soonish. Yeah, whenever Juan Paolo.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, just
3: um,
1: um, to quickly mention last week uh, we just launched the first public beta of Blender. So just to remember that uh, this, these comments are out there because it's been released very recently, so people are actually trying it out, hopefully. And uh, Juan Pablo is now working much uh, more in the open. It's really easy to see his work because uh, he's writing blog posts on the Blender Cloud and he's publishing updates to the ad on a a public repository as well. So you can get the code from both sides. So if you are interested in the rigging topics quite advanced, uh, I would say, I would really recommend you to check out the Blender Rig project because it's an evolving project and it's really interesting to see how these kind of things are actually developed so more training and clear explanation are going to come as well but if you want to see the real hardcore thing happening you can go to the blend project and check it out so just a a little side note regarding blend
2: okay so next question uh by stephen he says animation has been mentioned a couple of times in this podcast it's no doubt a great course for learning animation with the very talented animator, thank you that uh, the Blender Institute has working on open project. Are there any plans for an animation course similar to what Animation Mentor provides?
0: Interesting. Yeah, we have uh, thought about doing something like that. Um, should we talk about it openly here, or it's it's been only just like a thought experiment, really? So.
3: Yeah, it was just that. Uh... Talking okay. about it, but yeah, we we really like to, yeah. to especially I think Andy and self uh, um, being surrounded by animators will be a great opportunity to learn. And what yeah. we learn, we could uh, like if they give us critiques or something, we could share that on the cloud, and then uh, we could all learn from you guys, and yep. you can teach us. And then we show, we share everything. We screencast it or yeah. um, put a camera, and then that would be fun. Maybe I don't know. If people maybe have ideas. Drop it uh, on the comments.
0: Yeah, uh, let us know if you are interested. Interesting, if, yeah. If this is something uh, that sounds like you would want, uh, mm-hmm. like the con- this kind of content on the cloud.
1: Yeah, to define it better, we could call it like a workshop. Yeah. So it would be a very compact in terms of time, uh, a compact workshop where uh, intensively we, we work on the topic. So
3: Yeah, over the uh, couple of weeks, uh, a month or i don't know i mean it takes time so we could do the same exercise and then provide this to the to the community and it would be great because nobody's doing that i mean there's no everything is uh learn how to make a realistic uh, microphone yeah
4: exactly <laughs> and then
3: yeah because i have a microphone in front of me usually it's something else but then how to make a realistic uh,
1: bouncing ball yeah exactly <laughs> That's true. Yeah. but this has been pretty much the focus of also pasta open movie trainings like right now on the on the cloud we don't have the one blend the one animation training that uh blender institute produced in the past <laughs> which yeah. is from uh, william rainish yeah. Yeah. i know it. andy was working on it and uh, he acquired the content and he was uh, thinking uh, i think
4: uh pablo that yeah. Pablo did. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway. sorry. <laughs> I got it actually because we couldn't
3: find it. We made it before. We made it here at the institute. We had uh, hundreds of uh, of DVDs, and now like, we can't find a single one. So we asked David, and he yeah.
4: sent us. It's uh, totally sold out. So, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we are
1: going to at least publish that. So something related to animation might be coming soon. Even if it's using the old Blender uh, release, uh, it's still quite old. Uh, what do you
3: mean? I know that, yeah the sorry the the workshop I said. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah, 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 for a moment, I was thinking, oh man, everything I'm saying today is actually not so correct, <laughs> um so anyway uh, that that uh, that is a very good point,
3: yeah but let us know in the comments below if you want to know if you want to do some this something like this, animation, learn um character animation, especially, yeah
2: definitely, yeah, but mostly what they're talking is m- mentoring more than tutorials, yeah. Basically.
3: Yeah, I,
0: I'm. I'm not seeing us do a full-on course anytime soon. I think, at least not in the coming months. Uh, but you know, if, if people are really interested in that, this used to be an institute, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's okay. That's next. it. Yeah.
2: That's it. Um, next question, um, by Kanishk. Um, you... I'm sorry if I mispronounced, uh, just wanted to ask this. How much code-friendly are we? Code-friendly.
3: Friendly. Yes. Coders.
1: Coders. I, I read, I read the question and in the end there is a remark that says that we all know that Pablo can code, right? Uh-huh.
3: <laughs>
2: but what about <laughs> the, the others?
3: Oh, I don't really know how to code, copy, paste, but yes. Yes, I um, I'm here. <laughs> no, but you you said you, you, you did uh, in Maya, right?
2: Uh, in, in Maya I used to do a bit of uh, mail script uh, I did learn the basics of python in uh, when I was uh, studying in Superforcom. I even did a a script that voxelized um, that would make a voxel models out of um, mesh, mesh. Uh, That's fine. but, but uh, that was so heavy that uh, you I could do one frame and then Maya would <laughs> Uh, crash (laughs) (laughs) so then my professor said well then you have to write it in c and i'm like "Mm, (laughs) "Mm, maybe not (laughs) and that was uh, my experience of coding so (laughs) but uh, the good thing is uh, at least i'm not uh, completely ignorant of it and uh, when i see something i can understand what's happening and what's a function and why
3: well you fixed uh, the flexi the the script the other day so
2: yeah, so yeah, well, what I did is like just watch what you did and then I can understand and I can copy paste and that for that kind of stuff. If I really wanted to do something, I could. That's the good part. It <laughs> makes I, you feel safe. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Hjelti? Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: my, yeah. We are about to reveal. Oh,
0: no. So my background is. Computer science.
1: Oh, Ooh, like, oh nobody nerd. saw that coming! Nerd. Oh my oh, God! Nerd. Oh, stop
0: giving me a wedgie! No. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm originally a programmer. Like that was my specialty in school, uh, and I loved. Uh, I, that that was my hobby also. When I when I got into graphics heavily, um, and I started working in graphics, my hobby instead of being graphics while I was studying computer science. Uh, it flipped on me, so uh, you know all day I was doing graphics and doing a lot of stuff, and I would go home and I would be making these little computer games, just something in like action script or whatever, like nothing fancy um, but it, it's it 's so much fun it it really is it 's kind of like learning an instrument, and at some point you you 've stopped doing the exercises and you started making something that you just thought of it 's really it 's really cool uh, I have never made anything via code in blender that is that is a sad fact i have i've have yet to dive into the, the pablo pool well shame. it's a, <laughs> shame. Yeah, it's it's
1: very it's very interesting though because i know that also andy is not uh, well he can speak for himself of course but uh, i see that there is a you know, kind of a trend like some people almost prefer to not dive too much into it, because you know the potential and the depth. <laughs> yeah,
2: the it, problem is that it's a time eating. Like once you start, yeah. it doesn't stop.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, it can it, it helps yeah. a lot. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but uh, I see that Karty uh, uh, is uh, animating all the time. You never you're never you never have to debug a script or to think of a script. In some cases, it might be good because if you if you reach a level for uh, at which you're fast to do it, it can really help you a lot. But uh, especially in the, you know, you are avoiding the learning path where you actually have to spend, like, days pasting and copying and not understanding, and uh, that I understand how you're postponing that. Maybe one day you you will have to...
0: Because of my background, I wouldn't say it's a mountain climb, but it is a steep hill, maybe? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm at the bottom of it, and I'm always so busy with animating that. Yeah. And and there's other things. I mean, like, I, I, I dabble in rigging and other stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, there's only so so much time in the in the
1: day. What about you, Francesco? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I first of all, I'd like to point out something that is uh, one can be familiar with uh, development and knowing, for example, Python as a programming language and knowing a little bit how to make uh, good algorithms and things like that. And then the other, uh, there is another important aspect that is to know how to move inside of a framework. So there is an existing very large library or set of functions that you can use to make your program work. And uh, in the case of Blender, we are talking about the Blender API. So Blender provides you with a, with basically everything that Blender can do in in Python, so you can access that. And to learn and to know how that works uh, with the context and uh, everything else, it's it's a task in of itself. You don't really need to know how to. I mean, of course, you have to know programming and everything. But it, most of the time, at least for myself, when I have a, I'm making a little add-on or I'm debugging some code that runs in Blender, is more about knowing how the data structures are organized in Blender or how to make a certain type of interaction happen within the Blender viewport. And uh, and that is really knowing how the Blender API works. And uh, so I I happen to to do some uh, some some Blender. Python things, cool. and uh, mostly I work with Python because of our uh, web uh, backend is uh, is done in Python too, and uh, sometimes little scripts and automations. Python is really handy for these kind of things because uh, it's very fast and easy to debug. It runs on multiple platforms uh, and so on and so forth.
4: So, yeah. So Andy, Andy, what about you? Um, well, I um, the last thing I programmed. I copy pasted was uh, the the little add-on I made for Glass Half that forcefully refreshes everything in the scene on every frame redraw, so that the shaders would actually redraw when, like for example, you change a value in the node tree, that uh, and you animate it, that it actually uh, re- is reflected in reflected in the OpenGL rendering, which it wasn't, uh, which it isn't right now. It's only ref- reflected in rendering. So yeah, that, for that, I made a little add-on, my first <laughs> add-on <laughs> ever. Um, and it's totally horrible, but uh, it does the job. So, um, and other than that, I don't really... Um, I went to school and we did a lot of uh, Java programming back then. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, so I know the basics of uh, of object-oriented programming, like all the... the like, you know, how to write diagrams for it, even, like... But
3: you did program... OML and, uh, and everything. Robotics stuff, uh, right?
4: I'm, I'm going okay, <laughs> gonna gonna to get, get to, to that. To that. Oh, okay. So uh, Okay, and, and, and next to that, I also do uh, a little bit of programming or meddling with Arduino. So, uh, you know, everything that has blinking lights and uh, uh, servos and stuff. But you can't really call that programming. You are only... Uh, you only import the libraries and then the library does the stuff for you. And so you're only calling uh, variables and functions. and yeah, It's and modest
1: right. programming. And,
4: yeah. and reading value, reading uh, input values and outputting something maybe. And yeah.
1: That's programming.
4: Uh, that's sort of, sort of yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: None
0: of us are Sergei. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. going
1: to add, like, maybe next week we can ask uh, someone else if he, you know, if has any. Uh, yeah, if he goes. <laughs> he or It's tell, yeah. going to be very interesting, like, the kind of questions we can ask to Sergei. It's going to gonna add a whole new dimension to our conversations, I think.
4: Is he going to be on a podcast? Of course. Yeah. Of course. At least one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we will yeah. force him. That's
1: going to
3: be
2: amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Right. So. Okay. No,
3: I so. Think that's it. The, the, the ones from Roman?
2: Uh, I was thinking just making one.
3: Just
2: a one. Or do I? Uh, no? Yeah? Okay. So, uh, Roman posted a bunch of questions, but uh, we are going to do the first one because I think uh, the other ones can be uh, answered the next episode because we are running out of time. So, uh, first question What do you do after coming Industry is released?
1: Everybody looks at each other.
2: Cha cha cha. day Started.
4: make content for the cloud yeah cloud content that's the biggest thing like right now there are so many people requesting tutorials or asking about a certain things i'm i'm constantly writing down all the stuff yeah um but we never have time because you know just thinking about doing uh, a tutorial that is actually usable or uh, that you learn something from it takes so much time that you want to do it properly and uh yeah, Like, you can't do that in one single day. You need at least a week for that or two or three. So, yeah, after that.
3: Yeah, I've been writing down a list of uh, tutorials that I would like to to do with, like, when you're working, like, I don't know, the other day I made a custom property and then how do you do it? Uh, it's pretty simple, actually. You just go and it's a few and uh, within a few minutes, couple of minutes, you can show it. But there are not too many tutorials about that. It's mainly about making <laughs> realistic. Okay, uh, no, yeah. no, not again, no, again. But yes, uh, that, that's one of the things: making tutorials.
1: Yeah, I would uh, add that we our plan for the whole 2016 is not yet a in stone because things keep uh, changing. Uh, one of the main projects that uh, here at the studio we are we are going to we are focusing on. Everybody saw the announcement of uh, the development of Agent uh, Three Two Seven. Um, that was done last year and uh, we are still um, working on it but uh, of course we have to fit it into our schedule but i would say that uh, during the course of 2016 it's going to be uh, in our focus as well so we are going to devote some time to that and uh, how we are going to do it how we are going to share what we are doing we we still have to see it but um Maybe this we we will we will make it uh, we will make it public and we'll make it more clear in the in the future. Yeah, but yeah. I'd I like to mention that because it's a, it's hopefully gonna take some time for us this year to work on that project. Yeah.
0: And if we do uh, more updates or tests or anything, it would be cool to do some screen capture or something like mm. that. Yeah, just to make it a little bit more open.
1: Yeah. Um, what the agent? <laughs> you can't.
3: Mm.
0: Oh, uh, no, like tests and
1: stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. development, the development of the, of the, of the film. And then uh, next to that, uh, as everybody has said, the tutorial and cloud content.
3: Yeah. And one of the things that we're, we, we thought these days, actually, was that this week is the latest weekly, the last weekly that we are going to do for Caminandes. But it's fun to record this little video, so we thought about keep doing it, but maybe to either present new content on the cloud which we already did today, recorded the Flex uh, Rig video, but also Blender features, maybe like a or or a new stuff, speed apps, or uh, just to keep the content coming, and just those little fun videos, two minutes shouldn't be too hard to to keep on the schedule.
1: Yes, exactly. So this is uh, this is how it's looking. It's going to be a fun 2016, and we probably we'll try to work and develop some more stories or some story ideas, you never know, if there is time for making, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so. Or we start with uh, the
3: prequels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, baby Coral. Hey, we we are finishing the trilogy, right? (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So now we go back and make it really kind of crappy. (laughs) All
1: right, so that was it for this episode. One final note is that uh, in the next episode, uh, Sarah is not going to join us because.
2: Because uh, I'm heading to Australia. Wow. And. Uh, to work on. Oh, hopefully, because I still don't have my visa, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to work on Lego movie.
1: So, Yay. congratulations to Sarah. Because, awesome. uh, that's. Uh, Wow, ah, with Blender? Of
3: <laughs> nope.
2: We'll nope. <laughs> yeah. I'll try to convince them. <laughs>
3: Make sure you bring enough, you know, Blender T-shirts yeah, and, uh, blender yeah. and all yeah. the
4: stickers everywhere. The sticker
3: yeah. there's some uh, Blender conference stickers there. Put them.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, this uh, at least for six months I'll be away, and after that. Uh, <clears throat> It's still unknown, but uh, hopefully uh, you will hear me again uh, uh, in an undetermined und- how do you say that anyway <laughs> undetermined time. But uh, I'll be back.
1: That's great. Well, we look well, you uh, can't see
0: right now, but he's walking in slow motion away from an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: No, no, no. Like uh, I'm it's mixed feelings. I'm uh, at the same time excited to go and really sad to go.
1: We will miss you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, well but uh, then uh, thank you. Thank you uh, for listening to this podcast. And uh
1: and see you the next time. Yes. See yeah. you next
2: week. See next you. Week or... Okay. Okay. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: You've bye. been listening to the Blender Institute podcast. Is your Rick lacking flexibility? Why to try some yoga poses on the cloud? Go to cloud.blender.org.